So the big question on everybody's mind is what's going on with real estate prices, whether you're a renter or a buyer or you want to buy, what happens to real estate prices in the future will have a significant impact on your finances. If you already own a home and you're not looking to move anytime soon, some of this may not have as much of an effect, but there are some hidden and sneaky ways this can all affect your budget in the future, even if you already own a home. The argument we're going to make in this video is that the official position and forces behind the market are intending to reduce the amount of real estate owned by consumers, to reduce the amount of single family homes that are owned by consumers, and to try to convert more individuals to being renters, not being owners. The pressures in the marketplace over time will gradually try to force less home ownership and more rental landlord tenant relationships. So these are the factors that indicate that home ownership is going to be a thing of the past. Factor number one, many of the new single family homes being produced and constructed in the marketplace are being purchased by institutional companies. Large investors like BlackRock or other financial institutions are buying up large tracts of single family homes for the purpose of renting them out. In fact, some large builders are being consigned and tasked by investment hedge funds and other financial institutions of building subdivisions for the single purpose of being rental only, not being sold to an end user. And there's a great article in Yahoo Finance that says, you may want to invest in real estate while you still can. Sounds pretty ominous. It's saying that at some point you won't be able to invest in real estate. So how do they come to that conclusion? It says that large investment firms have an appetite for single family rentals. And the appetite has been growing the past couple of years and buying activity in 2022 makes it clear there's no plan of slowing down. Extreme shortage of housing, firms are focusing on acquiring available land to develop build-to-rent communities. Build-to-rent communities. And there's some builders, America Homes for Rent, they have 12,000 lots for development, and there's some advantages. So the homeowner market, if you're a builder, you actually have a higher cost of building a home to be purchased by a primary residency owner because there's a lot of customization. There's a lot of delays in closing. There's a, some uncertainty in the sales process. How many buyers are you gonna have? If it's constructed for built to rent, there's only one customer for maybe 500 houses. You have one buyer, one closing, it's all cash. You don't have to customize each house differently. So for a builder, it's actually an advantage. What about the financial industry? Where are they going to make more money? Well, in the past, they might have put money into the mortgage market and made money on a mortgage. Well, nowadays, mortgage profits are so slim that you can actually make more money on rental. Think about the difference in renting a house versus collecting a mortgage payment. If you sell a house to a person and they get a 30-year mortgage and their mortgage payment, let's say, is $1,500 a month, for the next 30 years you are only going to collect 1500 a month from that consumer. If you restructure the financing of that single family home to where you are renting it to that tenant, 
you can now raise that rent every year, 1500, 1550, 1650, 1800. In five or six years, it could be double. You're increasing the rate of return on your investment. And with the shortage of homes and the increase in demographics is almost a sure bet for these financial institutions. And if at any point they need to cash out, you can always sell it. It's a liquid asset. So there may be fewer homes being built for end users than are being built for rental opportunities. Next, almost all mortgages that have been originated in the last two to five years have been basically owned by the federal government. The Federal Reserve has been the ultimate buyer or producer, originator of all mortgage loans. Well, the Federal Reserve is now exiting that business. The Federal Reserve voted unanimously to begin winding down its program for purchasing treasuries and mortgage bonds that ease credit markets and sent home loans tumbling to all-time lows. In light of substantial progress the economy has made, the committee decided to begin reducing the pace of its net asset purchases. So what are the numbers? There's $4 trillion of bond purchases since the beginning of the program, and the balance sheet is at $8 trillion. So that's double before Corona started, just in two years. So they're going to shut that down. And they're going to, in addition to not getting new mortgages, they're going to sell off their existing portfolio. The Fed tapering will prompt mortgage rates to rise, but it doesn't mean the housing market will crash. There'll be a cooling of demand, but there won't be a cooling of pricing. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. They're going to sell off all of their existing mortgage holdings to private parties. So the federal government will no longer be involved with the mortgage industry in terms of owning the assets. They're going to regulate it, but not own it. What's that going to do for mortgage rates? Well, they've already gone up double from three to 6% roughly in the last four months. And the Fed hasn't even started selling off its assets yet. So it's only going to go up even more. So this is going to create a higher cost of borrowing for potential buyers who do want to buy a house. Let's say you can find a house that's not being bought, bought up by a financial institution for rental. Now you have to get a mortgage. Well, if you're going to pay six, seven, eight percent, your mortgage rate's going to be too high to have you afford a four hundred thousand or five hundred thousand dollar home. Do you think six or seven percent sounds high? Well, our projection, and you'll see this in a future video, is that mortgage rates will be at ten percent by 2024. Double-digit mortgage rates by 2024. A 10% mortgage rate on a $400,000 house is going to give you a mortgage payment of $4,000 a month for a $400,000 house. That is a median home price as of right now, about four hundred grand, And your mortgage payment is going to be four grand a month. That's going to really change the landscape of home buyers, new home buyers. What about is this going to change? Well, according to many financial analysts, it's the new normal. It's not going to go away tomorrow or in the next six months. In reality, it's never going to go away. This is not the new normal. What is happening right now is not normal. It's just the beginning of what the normal is going to be. The normal will be what the market exists at the beginning of 2024. First quarter of 2024, that will be your normal for the next five or six years. And very likely what that normal will mean is 10% interest rates, a close to $500,000 median price of a home starter homes will be 350 to 400 already a starter home is basically 300,000 basically by 2024 a starter home will be just shy of 500 it'll be 450 460 for a starter home 
at 10% interest, that's going to be $4,000 a month for a starter home. Real estate will be a privileged ownership status for an individual. Real estate is not going to be normal for most people. It's going to be a privileged status. So get back to the first question. You may want to invest in real estate while you still can. Where else does this show up? In a financial analysis, 75-page report, we'll skip you the details. It says the homeownership rate will continue to drop for most groups through 2024, consistent across all race and ethnicities, and the homeownership will drop. And the pace of renter growth will be more than double the pace of homeowner growth. So it's saying homeownership goes down, renting goes up, and they're projecting out 2040, which sounds like a long time away, less than 20 years. Think about what you were doing 20 years ago. 20 years ago was 2002. What were you doing in 2002? That wasn't that long ago. 2040 is coming quick. We th see this every day in our building division. Most of the new large scale building projects are rental. They're large scale apartment buildings, condo complexes for rent. It's even creeping into, as we said, single family homes being built for rental use only. Homeownership has gradually declined over the last 15 to 20 years, but the reasons for that decline are accelerating going forward. Part of what will also put pressure on it is external to the real estate industry, and that is general inflation, fuel prices, insurance prices, insurance, property tax, all these things are going up, groceries are going up. When you have those going up, even if the interest rates weren't spiking from 3% to 7%, even if median home prices weren't going from 240 to 416, as they have, the pressure on home ownership will have already been in place before the real estate factors kicked in. So if you're planning on having a secure financial future that is underpinned by real estate ownership, now might be the time. You might be hesitant because you've seen the prices spike. You might be hesitant because the interest rates have spiked. But if you can still get a home and have a mortgage payment $2,000 or less, you're probably gonna be in better shape than if you wait two, three, five years, because at that point, buying a house will be double, $4,000 a month, and rents will be $3,000. We've already seen in some of the more competitive areas for rent, studios renting for $2,500, $3,000 a month. It's almost impossible to find anything, even in rural, low-cost areas, for anywhere near 1000 1500 1800 and those are only gonna go up. The rental housing market, construction, development, incentives is where all of the market forces are going. So look for that loophole for you to lock in a housing cost, a monthly housing cost today to keep you from waking up 20 years from now and realizing my rent is now 3,700 a month and I can't afford to buy a house because it'll cost me 4,000 a month. Here's the other forward thinking trick about buying real estate. If you purchase a home today, not only will your monthly payment for your home never go up, your mortgage, 30-year mortgage will stay the same for 30 years, it will never change except for one thing. In 30 years, it will change from $1,800 to zero because you pay off your mortgage, you have zero payments. Whatever age you are right now, if you add 30 years to that, if you're 30 years old today and you add 30, you'll be 60 years old that day 
at age 60 might be a good time to not have a monthly payment anymore because you might be thinking about retirement or changing your job. Whatever you're doing right now for income is partly based on your ambition and your ability to be more competitive in the marketplace, whether you're in sales, construction, auto mechanic. Your ability to earn income is based on your youth. And as you get older, even though technically there shouldn't be discrimination, it's harder to get a job with the same income when you're older. So age 60 might be a good time to have no monthly payment for your house, mortgage, rent, or what have you. So think about that. Look at the numbers, look at the facts, don't take our word for it. Put your comments below, let us know what you think.